This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And good morning once again, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky from magnificent Minnesota, southeastern Minnesota, here in Wasika, coming to you this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. It's it's okay to have beautiful Mondays. Sometimes Monday's a day we dread to have to having to get back to the work week and uh, school week and all kinds of things like that. But it's really beautiful weather out there today, so I think God gave us a, a beautiful Monday so we can celebrate that. Uh, just a wonderful interview we had with Monsignor Charles uh, Mangan before the break about St. Luke and today's feast day and the Blessed Mother. Uh, now we're going to uh, change... Uh, change directions a bit and uh, talk about a very important event, a very um, wonderful event uh, coming up offered uh, by the uh, Catholic Family Catholic Family Services in uh, the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And uh, I'll let uh, Mary Weber tell us about it. Uh, she is the Associate Clinical Director for Catholic Family Services. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a mental health counselor. I'm a Catholic counselor at Catholic Family Services. I've been practicing about 34 years now, which either means I'm old or maybe have a little wisdom. I'm not sure which. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I've been with the diocese as a contract worker and now as a staff member for the last six years. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, So we have uh, an important event coming up, um, and we're kind of entering the holiday season, uh, which is an exciting time for a lot of people, but it can also be uh, a sad time for a lot of people. I know personally it's a time where I remember uh, my uh, parents receiving their cancer diagnosis, and uh, both of them have passed away several years ago, but I know exactly how sometimes Christmas, uh, there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of happiness, but it can also be uh, kind of a, a sad time as well for a lot of people. Absolutely. I mean, you you just said it best. I mean, I think it's that definition of bittersweet. You yes. know, there's there. It's such we're entering such a beautiful season, um, a really sacred season. Um, but for many people, they're missing that person that won't be at the table this year, or around the Christmas tree, or sitting next to them in the pew at church. And and I just think it's so important. To, to acknowledge the beauty of the holidays, but also to know that some will, will enter the holiday season with heartache. Absolutely. And uh, when we speak about that heartache, um, it can look different uh, maybe for the way adults experience it and the way kids and teens experience it, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'm always amazed if I go to a visitation or a funeral um, sometimes we see children running around and people will say, gosh, they don't understand or they're not yeah. grieving. And I really think the truth is they, the younger the child, the more they grieve in spurts um, because they, that's all they can take in at a time. So they might just have had a sad moment and now they need to run around and play a little bit. You know, they, they kind of enter their grief and then step away. And then teens, um, you know, aren't always super comfortable with expressing their emotions. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we see more of a quietness. 
Um, so I just think everybody does grieve different according to their developmental level, but it doesn't mean that they're not grieving. They're just doing it in their own way. And I think that's that's kind of true across the board, even for adults, right? Grief can look different for yes. different people. Absolutely. You know, I'll talk to people and they'll say, gosh, I cry all the time. And then um, I had this dear wife say, but I, I'm crying. I don't think my husband is grieving. Could you talk to him? So I talked to him and he's like, you know what? I don't cry, but I sit in the combine. I stop. I listen to songs that, that remind me of our son and I... I reflect, I pray, and and so he's doing it very differently than his wife, but they're both doing it. And that's the important thing is that grief is such an individual journey, and it will look different for different people. And that can can make it hard, I think, sometimes for, for people who, are, who want to be supportive, right? Yeah. Uh, to know yeah. what ways they can be supportive. Yes, exactly. And so often I'll hear loved ones say, well, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to say their person's name because it might make them sad. And what I gently say is, you know what, they're already sad. So (laughs) um, it's, it's comforting to hear a story, to have that person's name be spoken, even if it does elicit some tears. Um, Because one of the things, when we do lose someone, one of our biggest fears is that they're going to be forgotten. And one thing we have to hang on to is the memories. So when people um, ask or share a story, oh, that is so powerful because it's, it's like you do remember, you do care. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the the memories are are what you have to hang on to, and they they can... You know, uh, the, they're one of the most beautiful things. I, I watched a, a movie the other night, and at the end they gave a, a little speech at a funeral, and the guy said, you know, this uh, this priest once told me what's the most uh, wonderful thing that human beings have, and the priest said memories, the the ability to remember, um, you know, yeah. because that, that can help people remain with us, you know, uh, just like I said, like my parents, you know, they're, they're not Absolutely. here physically. But those memories are still here, and those stories I can share uh, with our with our children, you know, as they get older and everything, so that they they can still be a part of their life, right? Um, in a different way, absolutely. Right? But still yeah. there. And if we think about it, you know, we grieve because we love. So I always think the sadness, if we didn't grieve, you know, it probably means that we didn't have love. So mm-hmm. they do, you know, they sit side by side in our hearts. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of of grief and and uh, and frankly death, right? Um, mm-hmm. Things have been a little different uh, through this whole uh, pandemic. You know, a lot of people have had to postpone funerals or maybe only hold funerals yeah. with a with a few very close people. How has that kind of impacted things uh, for people who've been going through the cycle of grief um, during these uh, uncertain and, and totally different uh, times? Thank you for bringing that up, because I think it's something we haven't talked enough about. And, you know, really, grief and mourning really needs to be witnessed. And and so when people have had to delay funerals or have only been able to invite 10 people, um, they've really lost that sense of having their grief be witnessed. And there's something about, you know, loved ones coming together and experiencing the ceremonial part of the the visitation and the burial. And 
And so I think it, for some people it's delayed their grief, and I think for some people they felt more isolated in their grief. So kind of kind of in that same vein, um, I think things are, you know, they're still a little uncertain, but things have, for the most part, started to get a little bit back to normal. Uh, are there any sort of tips you can give for for people who want to be supportive to people who've lost lost someone during the pandemic who you know maybe haven't been able to have the funeral or the memorial service really or or just with a few close people sure i think the biggest key is to reach out and one thing and i know i have made this this mistake too is is Let's not say to people, hey, if you need something, let me know. Because <laughs> yeah. I think what that does is it kind of gets us off the hook. It kind of says, hey, we told them if they need something, let us know. But the truth is, when we're in our hardest times, that's the hardest time to raise our hand and reach out for help. So right. I love when we, you know, sometimes it can be as simple as a text. I'm thinking of you today, or I'm I'm praying. i praying for you today, or it could be, I would like to do this, this, or this for you. I would like to make a meal for you. I'd love to go for a walk with you. I would like to help you rake up your leaves. Do any of those things sound good? I love when we give kind of specific options. And and because sometimes I think people, when we say, what can I do, they're, they're really not sure. So I love to offer things. And, of course, we can always, always pray for people. And I think that another piece to remember is um, we can offer but let that person lead because they know their story better than any of us. So, and, and not be offended if they say yes, but then they change their mind because we know grief right. kind of grief comes in waves. And so what maybe sounded good like this girls weekend or um, a morning breakfast, it might have sounded good and they might have woke up that day and and they're just feeling overwhelmed and they're kind of in the depths of their grief and they might have to say, you know, thank you, but no. And if we can just respect that and not take it personal and then try again at another time. Right. I think uh, there's, uh, there's that expression about uh, a ministry of presence, right? And I think yeah. it's a big part yeah. of helping people uh, handle grief because there's not, mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes people worry that, uh, you know, oh, I'll say the wrong thing, or oh, I I, I want right. to have the perfect perfect speech prepared in my head to give them, or you know, I need yeah. to need to give this specific piece of reassurance, or here's this quotation from someone, or this specific verse of scripture. But really, a lot of it is, like you said, just just being there, just offering to be yeah. there, and and like you said, giving specific things because when you're in the middle of it, you're not thinking, oh, yeah, it, it would be nice if someone brought me food. Oh, it would be nice if someone helped rake the leaves. Oh, I hadn't thought about who's going to shovel the driveway, you know, uh, but being able to offer those specific things, right? Yes, and and I loved what you said. I'll, I'll never forget I walked with someone who had lost a child, and I didn't say a word. You know, they just talked and talked and talked. It was that witness, that being present that you mentioned. And at the end, they said, that was such a great conversation. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> really, all I did was listen, because sometimes that's all we need is just to have someone listen to us without judgment. 
Absolutely. And and speaking of, of listening without judgment, uh, that can be a, a difficult thing for uh, for kids and teens, I think, to find, or, or at least to believe that they'll find, right? Especially for teenagers, yeah. I think. Yes, exactly. And and sometimes they feel very isolated in their grief because, you know, we as adults struggle with how to support someone. So think of a teen's friend, you know, they're not sure what to ask, what to say, and, you know, they don't want to step on any landmines. So some teens will come in for counseling and say, gosh, nobody asked me about my, my mom or my dad or grandpa or my sibling who passed yeah. away. And, and they, too, want someone to say... I see you, I care, I'll listen. And then the beautiful thing their friends do is continue to include them, and then that brings a sense of normalcy, which which they really do seem to enjoy. Absolutely. And uh, and we'll be talking about a, a specific program you have coming up specifically focused on kids and teens, and we'll talk about that after the break. So thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning, Mary, and uh, I'm excited about I'm excited to talk about that after we come back from the break here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. The people love and respect me without knowing really anything about me. They love and respect me, not because I'm such a great guy, but because I'm a priest, and because of what God can do for them if I'm willing to be generous and obedient to Him. And so that respect, I remember I was about 30 years old, and uh, and there's, there's these 70, 80-year-olds coming and asking my advice about things, and I'm kind of like, you guys have lived way more than me. They go, but, but you're our father. You're our father, and, and we want to know what you would advise. Uh, so, so the humility and uh, the, the trust and the faith of the people would probably be the, the biggest thing in a, in a general way. Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Uh, Nick Medelsky here in wonderful Wasika, Minnesota. 
on the phone with Mary Weber uh, from Catholic Family Services in Sioux Falls. And we've been talking about uh, death and grieving um, in a lot of different contexts, contexts, uh, especially because there is a, uh, a special event coming up uh, as we are approaching the holidays for children and teens uh, who have lost a loved one through death. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, about that program, that that day, that event, uh, and what it looks like. Sure, thank you. Um, so November 6th, we thought kind of before the the busyness really kicks off of the holiday season, we wanted to have an event. We did something similar last year, and it was so well-received, we wanted to expand on it. So Saturday, November 6th, from 10 to noon, we're having a program for children and a program for teens. It's called Celebrating Me and Remembering You. And then we're also doing one for adults called Always in My Heart. And we will have it at our Catholic Pastoral Center. And so for the elementary age students, you know, we really blend um, fun and games and Treats and discussion. And there's something so powerful, as we know of, when two or three gather in his name. And there's something about the children sitting and saying, I lost my dad. I lost my mom. You know, my baby brother passed away. Because they might not know any other child that has lost someone. And you kind of just see this, their eyes, you know, open up like, wow, you know what this feels like. And, And so we have some of that circle time, and then we'll have um, a scavenger hunt, you know, so we really blend, like, discussion, and and then almost so they need to kind of release all that energy. And then for teens, um, we just really wanted to honor them, too, and they're going to come, and we're going to do some fun games and also discussions, and, and I think sometimes grief needs a place to land a little bit, so we're going to do a couple art projects. Mm-hmm. And then for the adults that are coming, we are we are going to do some activities based on Thanksgiving and Christmas, ways to remember things that they can design, activities that they can design, or crafts that they can make that maybe they could set on their table then Thanksgiving Day or hang in their tree on for Christmas. And just so they have those ways to say, we remember, we love and we remember. And so I think it's a, it's, it's a blend of sweet and, and honesty, and it's a space for people to come and say, um, our hearts are heavy this holiday season, mm-hmm. and for everybody else to say, you know, we, we will witness that and honor you. Absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, some people, I think kind of the old way of, of thinking about, about death and, and grief was sort of, well, you don't want to focus on it too much. You don't want to talk about it too much. You kind of want to yeah. move on. But it, it's yeah. one of the greatest, I think, misconceptions is because, <laughs> because the grief doesn't go anywhere, right? It's still right. there. Right. It's still there with right. you. So being able to express it, right? And like you said, remember. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a beautiful thing to um, give people ways to remember, right and ways to express that remembrance like you said the different crafts and things so that you're still including that loved one uh, when you're celebrating the holidays so it's not like they're completely not there right exactly that you are exactly right years ago we would say you know let's let's not talk about this but 
then we end up just carrying our grief, you know, and it doesn't go away, where if we can lean into it in safe and healthy ways, then all of a sudden we it becomes a little lighter and we don't get over it just because, just like we don't get over loving someone or so we don't get over um, the death of someone, but we learn how to navigate it and how to carry it and and how to remember. And, and then that's both honoring to the person that has passed away and it's also honoring to ourselves because we're saying this person um, was and is a part of my story even though they're not physically here right now. And I think there's something really beautiful in that. Absolutely. Uh, You also mentioned that there's a, a program for adults as well. Could you tell us a little bit about that? For, well, the adult program we called Always in My Heart, and that will be a time for the adults to come together to share their story with one another, you know, over a cup of um, hot cider, and and then there, we're going to have some art activities for them to do as well. So, and, and, it, and then we'll go through tips that they can consider as they're entering the Thanksgiving and Christmas season, how they want to navigate, you know, so many different holiday parties they might be asked to. We also will talk about um, church because sometimes church, even though that's where they want to be, maybe that's, you know, they, it's a hard place maybe for them to go this holiday season season. And so we just take those hard conversations and normalize it and give permission and then brainstorm what feels best for each person. And and then we'll, we'll do some projects with them as well. And so we, we mentioned kind of the, the age groups involved here um, for, the, for the children, for the teens, and for the adults. Um, but uh, who all are these, uh, these events open to? Who, who can attend? You know what? Anybody that has lost a loved one through death is welcome to come. We do ask that they call Catholic Family Services in Sioux Falls um, because we do like people to pre-register so we have all the supplies that we need. Mm-hmm. And then we, so it can be grade school children will be in one group, middle and high school will be in another, and then we'll have another group for adults. And where can people go to to find out more information and to register on those? Sure, they can go to sfcatholic.org slash CFS, or our phone number is 605-988-3775. All right, so once again, that website is sfcatholic.org slash CFS, so SF as in Sioux Falls. And CFS, as in Catholic Family Services. So easy to remember. And uh, some great events uh, coming up, really. Um, So uh, it's it's a wonderful thing to, to offer people, especially this time of year. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning, Mary, and I, I hope both these, all these events uh, go off without a hitch and that uh, a lot of people are able to, um, you know, have a wonderful day, really. Yes, thank you so much for your time. And now we've uh, come to that part of the show where we send things up to Fantastic Fargo to Eli, and he's going to tell us a little bit about tomorrow's show. Hey, thanks, Nick. Great show today. Got another good one coming up for you tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Dr. Chris Bergwald and Heather Carroll, coming to you live from the Pastoral Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They'll talk with Jermaine Little Bear. She'll explain to us who was St. Isaac Jogues. 
Then Bishop Donald Groot of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will talk to us about well-formed consciences and what they are. Plus, are you thirsting for a deeper relationship with Christ? Well, Mel Konetska will tell us more. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And I just wanted to remind folks that if you missed a segment from uh, today's show or any show in the recent history or over the last two years even, um, you can find those on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or by searching for Real Presence Live on any podcast platform that you might happen to like to consume podcasts on. Right back to you. Any podcast platform, remember that. There's there's quite a few out there. I know I've, I've used a few different podcast aggregators in my time. So uh, even on Spotify, if you use Spotify, they do podcasts now. That's been uh, probably about a year and a half they've been doing that, so maybe even two years. Uh, so you can get them on there as well, Apple and all kinds of fun places like that. Um, I did want to mention, as I am the listener relationship coordinator for the Rochester area, that our banquet is coming up Thursday, November 4th. And if you are planning to attend, we would love to have you there, but we need you to register uh, so that we can give the banquet hall accurate numbers and and things like that. So if you are planning to come, please, today, uh, go to realpresenceradio.com, click on the banner that comes up that shows all our wonderful speakers' uh, faces, and then click on the uh, Rochester November 4th date and enter your information there, and uh, we'll get you registered, because I'd love to see you there if you're a listener, if you're a, a you know supporter. Uh, Dr. Stacy Trisakis is going to be our speaker. It's going to be a wonderful evening uh, for everyone there, and I'd love to see everyone's smiling face there. So if you go to realpresenceradio.com, click on the banner and uh, register for that. I figured we close today as it's St. Luke's Feast Day with the Magnificat. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Amen. St. Luke, pray for us. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.